Slap my face, Daddy. The U.S. strikes back, killing a member of the Islamic State. Welcome to Planet Rage, the intersection of insanity and madness. Here are your hosts, Larry Blydner and Darren O'Neill. Oh, with the Rebel Yell, we'll say this is episode 92. 92, baby. Seems like we just did 91. It does seem that way. Well, it was kind of not much of an interval between the two correct right time flies when you're having fun we did it on a thursday people are like what's going on there's a lot of rage in the air a lot of rage and let me be the first and the only one to apologize to the true trolls um the reason this kickoff is late is the fault is all mine so sorry about that folks but here i am better late than yeah digi guru and blue douche were like oh larry's giving us blue balls man he's leaving us hanging (laughs) like that's a little tmi guys but i mean yeah maybe whatever they're doing in the privacy of their home is all It's all, all good with us. Yeah, we don't care. We don't judge, as the no, fabulous Ryan Bemrose likes to say. There you go. Mm-mm-mm. 24 shot and one, only one, only one killed in Chicago. But, well, isn't that interesting? It was an interesting <laughs> shooting weekend, though, because so. two of the people shot made national news because they were just sitting watching the White Sox at the park. <gasps> I read that, that somebody got popped at the stadium. Oh, you got it. Fill me in on that, man. The Chicago police, this just shows you the insanity of Chicago. Hmm. As of just a few hours ago, the Chicago police are still not 100% sure if the bullets originated from inside or outside the ballpark. <laughs> it's like I, that old horror movie. I know. The shots are coming from inside the house, inside the stadium. <laughs> it's kind Shit. of, yeah. Well, you know, I'd have to, how big is that park? What do they hold? How many bodies? Probably 37,000 on a oh, it's full. A little, it's a petite park. Yeah, it's not huge. It was larger when they first built it. Oh. And they had a flat roof over the upper deck. And everybody hated it because it was one of these uh, upper decks that just went on forever. So they decided to remove some of the seating. They rejiggered the roof hmm. and made it into a little bit of a smaller park. But on the bright side, the socks usually suck. So the. The amount of people trying to get into the park, not as uh, much of, of a big deal. Wow. So what do they think? Is this like just some random thing or is this some gang thing? Well, what, you know, what's the. Well, that would be my guess is that the Chicago shot spotter system, I think they call it. I think we've talked about that here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, the, they're paying a lot of money. There's a bunch of microphones up in the area and they try to figure out if. You know, is that a car backfiring? Is that a gun being fired? And if so, where is they try to triangulate that and send yeah. the authorities? Now, there was a report that people in the area of 43rd Street, where the ballpark is on 35th, did hear gunshots. So I was like, well, that would kind of make sense because bullets 
if something doesn't stop them in the interim, we'll go a fair distance. And I looked this up. I don't know how accurate the data I found was. So if there's any corrections, the trolls can jump in on this. But a nine millimeter handgun, which is the most popular, I would guess, can go a mile and a half to two and a half miles. So that would make sense. Yeah, but I don't understand. I mean, I mean, I don't. I haven't been in a lot of baseball stadiums or any stadiums for that matter. But uh, I'm not kind of figuring how a shot gets from the outside to the inside. You know, I mean, is it like jump over the stands or? It would have oh, to. How does that happen? It would have to. Would uh, I was trying to figure out this trajectory, and I'm sure somebody is going to do this. That's a lot smarter. I mean, baseball. The minute a guy hits a ball from home plate, they show you the trajectory of the thing, you know, going into the outfield in the old White Sox park. I remember watching uh, Ron Kittle did it a couple of times, but Kirk Gibson one day, the great Kirk Gibson, legendary guy off of Tom Seaver, hit one over the roof. And Mm. that is my thinking here is that if somebody from far enough away shot up in the air it would have that trajectory to clear the roof and then start coming down in order to plink somebody and it's just a very bad look for everything involved with the chicago white Sox. so so this is like the new year's eve thing with the cops in la don't shoot out the windows those bellets can hurt just as much on the way down as they do you know whatever so, so they, did these people have slots in their heads like piggy banks that had landed on the top? So they, <laughs> where were they shot? The, know, the one that had the main injury was shot in the leg. And mm-hmm. they show there's video because the, there's cameras everywhere in the ballpark. Mm-hmm. And, you know, all of a sudden just jumps up and then people jump up and realize something's happened, but not necessarily mm-hmm. what, which is the excuse that the Chicago White Sox are giving at this point was, well, we knew somebody was injured, but we didn't know it was a gunshot wound because no play was stopped. The game was allowed to continue. <laughs> they cleared out a couple of rows near where this happened, but this was not uh, a a big event. It didn't appear to be until after the, sh- the uh, game, which oddly enough, they had a concert scheduled for Vanilla Ice and tone loke to play now just imagine oh, oh i thought you're gonna say it was maybe 38 special that would see that would have been better too much kismet right yeah but <laughs> people showed up because the white Sox suck i don't know if we've made that clear enough between this show and every other show that i do you the have. white Sox you, suck you have a vendetta with those guys and i admire that with you darren i really do and they suck so bad that i'm assuming a lot of people showed up just for the concert and this again is where the white Sox. Mm made a questionable move because all the fans that are sticking around after the game get a message on the jumbotron that says due to technical difficulties tonight's concert has been canceled oh. like you don't think people are going to find out that somebody got fucking shot at the game yeah. i mean i get you don't want to cause a panic where people are going to be trampling each other to try to get the hell out of the ballpark mm. And I don't know, uh, you know, what would have happened if they would have just been like, hey, somebody got shot. I mean, yeah. in Chicago, that might have been like, yeah, that's fine. Can I have some more popcorn, please? Oh, yeah, I would think. I know that's what you'd say. Right? It's like, as long as it wasn't me, like, you should let me bring my gun in so that way I can fire back. 
There you go. Now you're talking. But they didn't uh, have an, you know, anybody in that area where this woman and the other woman was just grazed. She refused medical attention. And there was allegedly, I mean, the stories are not great, but one said a woman found a bullet in her sweatshirt, which would also that was tied around her waist. So this would lead me to believe that you were getting the bullets at the end. This wasn't a close thing. I could see then that this maybe was a bullet that was fired a mile and a half away. Yeah. That you're just getting at the end. So it didn't cause massive damage. The woman's leg that it hit yet went in and it bled, but how bad was, how deep was it in the leg? That I don't know. I'd like to, this is going to be very interesting to see because again, this was Friday night and here we are Monday afternoon and they're still like, we don't know if it came from inside or outside the ballpark. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, that's an important thing. I mean, I believe that people would have heard the shot. Yeah. You would think. I mean, you fired you. guns. I'm on the, the gravity, the gravity fed uh, firing with you there in the high arc. The yes. top fly bullet. <laughs> right. Exactly. Because anybody that's ever fired a gun knows that as loud as a ballpark may be, somebody's still going to hear the gun go off. Probably. Yeah. Especially when it's the White Sox and nobody's cheering all that much. There you go. Yeah. But it will be interesting to see exactly how this goes because the White Sox already before this were like, which is almost you're thinking, did, did they pay somebody to do this? Because they're already at the point, eh, maybe we'll move to Nashville. We really need to move out of this ballpark where maybe we would like sure. to go to where Soldier Field is because the Bears are going to move out to Arlington. Maybe we could go there. Maybe we can go to a suburb. Mm. And this would be another perfect reason. Like, well, people are getting shot in the stands. That turns out people don't enjoy that. No, that's a definitely a... Uh that would discourage one from uh, sitting in there. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, come for bobblehead night or my wife was <laughs> like, when are they doing the uh, Kevlar vest night? That would be uh, <laughs> good. You got to you got to lean right into that. That's if you, you want to be in the south side of Chicago team, that's where you get a sponsorship with whoever makes the Kevlar vests and you go, hey, if you be safe, be safe while you're out watching the ball game. So while there was only one person killed, this was still a very interesting weekend for shootings because I believe I know there was, uh, I believe in Washington, no surprise last year, Washington, D.C., that is, that there was a shooting right outside the ballpark that people could hear and it caused panic and everybody to start stampeding. Mm. But I don't believe there has ever been another shooting inside of a stadium during a ball game really that would shock me you think i mean there must be hundreds of millions of people have sat within you know yes stadiums over the hundred year whatever history of baseball and nobody ever got at shot. least in the modern era now that they're doing yeah. the metal detectors and all that it was probably quite a bit easier in years past but yeah yeah all right i forgot about all the metal bullshit yeah uh-huh well, yeah, you have to go through, you got to get an anal probe. You got to do all sorts of things just to walk into the games now, yeah. which the rules, and this is across MLB. So I can't just point the finger at the White Sox, but they're down to, well, you can, if it's a clear bag of X amount size, they don't want you bringing anything in. So I don't know what parents do. I mean, I think there might be an exemption if you got a kid and need to bring in a diaper bag or something because otherwise they don't want you bringing in nothing yeah they want to be able to sell you all of their own 
Sure. Drink and food and everything else. Yeah. Because that's where their money's coming from. Yeah. It's insane. I, I, you know, you know me, I'm not a baseball fan, but somebody sort of uh, arm twisted me some years ago to attend a Dodgers game in LA. And they did the, you know, empty your pockets routine. And I have, I've, I always carry it. It's a little like miniature Swiss army knife. It has like a one inch blade and a nail file and a toothpick and tweezers. And it's so you were obviously going to go on a killing spree. Exactly. And as fucking broad says, you can't come in with it. I said, what would I do with this? Like hijack the stadium? Maybe, <laughs> you know, it was unbelievable. Ah, that yeah. is. And then you find out you go through all of that and bullets flying outside can still land in the stadium. There you go. Yeah. I mean, I don't think that's a surprise to anybody unless there's some kind of yeah. bulletproof dome up around that. Uh, wasn't that, wasn't there a big movie um, some years ago? I'm talking probably 30 about some you know, guy, like a sniper sitting up at a, at a, at a stadium. I don't know if it was baseball, football, whatever. It was kind of an interesting uh, concept. Maybe gave some people some ideas. I don't know. <laughs> well, now that they have the drones and I'm not asking for this, I am just surprised that it has not happened as of yet from a terrorist standpoint that a drone hasn't gone into a world series or super bowl or a Taylor Swift concert or whatever huge event that you can cause mass amounts of damage and mass amounts of panic. The drones are way more scary to me at this point than people with guns because the drones, you don't know where the operator is coming from. Yeah. And they've got the cameras. The technology is so good on those in the GPS that, they can be very specific about where they're flying. It's like, you, you can see that here. If bullets can fly into a ballpark, not hard for a drone to do the same thing. True. Well, that, the, the solution to that is, uh, you know, skeet shooters like me with uh, goose loads and 12 gauges, take those fucking drones down real, real quick and have fun doing it. Yes. Just, you know, just sprinkled around the, uh, around the stadium. So. Sir Bemrose says the last Boy Scout used that plot, a sniper at an XFL stadium. Oh, okay. And, and immediately the clip custodian has the clip. That guy just has the clip. Wow. It's amazing. These guys are incredible. That's why you joined the show live right here in the super duper troll room available at trollroom.io. Mm-hmm. Whenever we do these shows live. Now, I mean, you're on a whole new time zone. So if we, if we want to move the time around for this show we can certainly do that at some point no, this is this is good i just you know I, i'm so i'm still uh i don't think i'm fully uh acclimated to the east coast yet so and you're not used I to being home and not driving around the country exactly yeah i feel like we're you know it's uh you know it's it's, it's dawn shouldn't i be at the wheel you know, it's crazy so. <laughs> probably <laughs> now if you were going someplace that you wanted to go that would be a little different too yeah yeah probably rather than moving around but you had a lot of fun i mean there's i did you get to see things. It's a lot of cool stuff. Yeah. And you get to see that not everybody in the country is insane. True. But when you get into those little pockets that all are, it's like, I got to get out of here quick. Yeah. Somebody sent me, I was thinking of you. Somebody uh, tagged me on uh, X um, and said, it was weird. They said, you know, if you, if you want to, if you want to find all about Chicago, you need to listen to some podcast. I forget what it was. And I just, you know, I said, you know, thanks for the steer, but I, there's nothing I want to know about Chicago. <laughs> right. <laughs> really? I, we know, know it's I, bad. I left it basically with Chicago with palm trees and good weather. Why the fuck do I want to know about the real one? <laughs> right. <laughs> really? 
<laughs> it's very easy to know about Chicago. It's bad. Yeah. And things like people getting shot at the ballpark, not going to do better. No. You still have mayor. I thought it was great in, uh, this was an Axios article which said, uh, and it was breaking this, shooting at the Sox Park down. And it said the big picture, quote, the shooting comes at a time when a new Gallup poll showed that many Americans believe Chicago to be, quote, unsafe, end quote, end quote, double end quote. Yeah, they believe it as if it's not true. Uh-huh. They believe <laughs> like it claim, to yeah. be unsafe. Yeah, no shit. It's like, uh, I think very much so. It does say shootings are, are rare at professional sports stadiums. And then in 2021, it was a shooting outside that Washington Nationals game. What's next? Police are still investigating Friday night's incident, and the White Sox will be back on the field this Friday to play the Detroit Tigers. Yeah, it's exciting. I take the, the Washington Nationals as a D.C. team. Yes. Right? Yeah. Well, they have the strictest gun laws in the country. That's, you're wrong. There couldn't have been a shooting there, Darren. They're so right up there. Back. They're yeah. right up there with Chicago. No guns. Yeah. Can't no have guns, them. Baby. Yeah. But that is the question there. It's like, well, there was a shooting during the game in the stands, and mm. the team didn't tell anybody. Yeah. It's also a bad look. Indeed. But that is, that's the fake news. That's the fake news. God. There's uh, very little reality out there, which is this why is I could I'm just glancing through the clips. I don't know if there's any one place you want to start, but I mean, you've got COVID again, you've got homelessness, we've got climate change, I think, in here. There's a lot of, uh, yeah, a lot of a lot things of, that um, just aren't true. Yeah, really. Um, well, I guess since we were talking about um, Chicago and L.A. a little bit, we could you know kind of ease into this with uh, Rogan talking about homeless stuff. And he has an interesting angle, which is, uh, I think, quite true. Yeah, well, he's been getting a little more annoying, not annoying to me. He's been getting a little more annoying to people on the left. Oh, yeah, of course. Sure. How dare he use dare facts he. and yeah. figures? Downtown LA is fucked. There's so many homeless people down there. It is insane. You know, we uh, we ran a lit. Uh, my friend Coleon Noir is a lawyer, and he was in San Francisco talking to them about it. And he was like, "What is the problem here? Is it a lack of funding?" And this guy he was talking goes, "No, no, the opposite. The people that are on these homeless commissions, they're making hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. Some of them are making quarter million dollars a year, and they're out there. Well, we're doing our best to outreach and." get them safe crack pipes like it's madness they have no incentive the people that are running it if the homeless problem goes away they don't have a job anymore so what are they going to do they're going to make sure it's manageable and well we need more funding we're very close to cracking this problem yep. well, that's true yeah homelessness has become good business for government so they have no incentive to uh, to stop it none well they're making big money yeah and then they can give them a, a mail-in ballot and say vote for joey Right, exactly. And of course, everybody will go right on along with it. Yeah. But yeah, it's not a resource issue. It's definitely not a resource issue in Chicago. No. It's the concept that we don't want to hold anybody accountable for their actions. Yeah. Which means it's now okay to do drugs on the street. Mm -hmm. And of course, they very cleverly, I mean, they always, it's always, they always win by manipulating the vocabulary. Right. Because it's not a homeless problem. It is a drug and mental illness problem. But let's call it homeless because that sounds so much nicer. It'll make people feel sorrier. 
Well, they yeah, they don't want to look at the stats of the people that are living on the street. What percentage have a drug or alcohol problem? The best stats that I've seen. I mean, it is a vast majority. It's oh, the, the the cops in LA that were you know on the front line with these guys. They they you know all of them to a man pegged it you know ninety to ninety five percent drugs and or mental mental illness and you know, frequently one follows the other as we know. So yeah, well yeah because if you're a drug addict, the only thing you want to do is get more drugs. Yeah. So it's it's interesting and when you have these almost all I don't think any of these have ever been a republican controlled city the democratic controlled cities all come up with the answer of well these are victims the drug addicts are victims we don't want to punish them and i guess it would be punishing them to make them go through rehab and clean up their lives no we want to continue to enable them by providing them with their drugs or providing them with the pipes whatever the needles or whatever it is they need because that's the only humane thing to do. Right. And everybody knows that is the exact wrong solution to have. And I don't know why it is so hard to just stand up and admit that there are countries out there. Uh, I believe one is Singapore where if you're caught with drugs, it is a mandated like year and a half of rehab. In person, inpatient, not like you show up once a week. Mm -hmm. And you know what kind of a drug problem they have there? Almost none. Yeah. 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 So I think uh, Chiang Kai-shek, when he was running um, China, they they had a terrific drug problem, which was pretty much instigated by the British. (laughs) And uh, he he made an offer to all the the junkies, listen, come on in, I'll get you cleaned up. You know, we, we get you off this shit and you get three hots and a cot and some clean clothes. And But the proviso is um, you only get one cleanup. And if there's any, if there's recidivism, you get a bullet in the head. And he, he did that. So uh, they were, their body stacked up like cordwood. So that was a hell of a, uh, an incentive to stay clean. And well, yeah. he already did. Well, it cleans. I went again. It's the same thing with crime if you're like hey if you commit the crime there's going to be a punishment yeah way less people commit the crime Mm -hmm. if there's a punishment if you know there is no punishment i think everybody that is a rational human being goes Mm -hmm. well if everybody else is gonna steal why shouldn't i i've started shoplifting why (laughs) don't you right there you go Like that, this is exactly what happens because you're like, well, you know, prices are going way up and all of these companies like Dick Sporting Goods are telling everybody it's because they've been robbed blind. Although I think Dick's made some big bankruptcy. I hate that company. Yeah. Well, they are the ones they're using the, uh, the crime is the reason, but I think Dick's has been going downhill since they, they went all in on the no guns. Yes. Even before they got woke, they were just outrageously overpriced i i never liked uh never liked stepping inside that place so but then they want to use that as an excuse just like everybody mm-hmm. wants to use climate change for everything that happens even though all the uh, reports now coming out of hawaii are like nope wasn't climate change it was a mismanagement and xyz and the like, oh yeah but that's not the way it'll be written well it's certainly not the way it's being reported sure that is absolutely the truth 
But if you want to talk about crime and guns, I mean, there's really no person better to go to uh, than our buddy Keith. <laughs> Had to bring Keith. I've got a you double shot early, huh? Yeah, we, well, I've got a double shot, so we can double oh, up well, on Keith. Double shot of Keith. <laughs> okay, now there's a show title. At the vigil last night for the victims of the Jacksonville shooting on Saturday, Ron DeSantis, who trades in the same vile racism that the murderer turned into death, is correctly booed and heckled by the crowd, and a Democratic councilwoman tries to stop it, saying, quote, put parties aside, a bullet don't know a party. And she is totally wrong. A bullet not only knows a party in this country today, but the bullets are there because of one party. So how crazy is this guy? He's out of his fucking mind. What's the racist thing that DeSantis did? I don't know. What's that about? Hey, well, they, if he's, again, that's all the Democrats have against Trump or anybody oh, else yeah. is racist, racist, racist. And it's probably because more black people get shot. But then what the lefties don't want to talk about is that it's 99% of the time black people shooting them. Yeah. That's the problem. You never see that stat come up on a left wing news organization's uh, television program or website you don't see crime committed by white people against black people versus crimes committed by black people against black people overall it is way higher but i guess that's racist you know and again this a a party does know you know a bullet does know a party it's like um Again, it's very inconvenient for people like Keith not to have to deal with the fact that we have a Second Amendment mm. and the reason behind it and to go, well, no, 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 it's the Republicans are the only reason there are still guns. It's like this guy is so fucking disingenuous or so fucking stupid. He's both. <laughs> That's probably true. Dumb and yeah, just disingenuous and dumb. The Keith Oberman program. Yeah. And we damn well better say that every opportunity we get. There are mass shootings in this country only because of the Republican Party, period. So, yeah, the Republican Party is the fucking idiot. uh They're the reasons for the mass shootings. So, again, all these gang shootings, which are mass shootings, Keith. What about the Democrat fucking asshole DAs who refuse to prosecute the asshole criminals with the fucking guns? How about that? Again, if you put the people that commit the crimes in jail, then you don't have any more crimes. Going after the tool is absolutely fucking retarded. It makes zero sense. The preview of the Trump crime calendar from here on in. The critical hearing on when his Washington trial will begin begins at exactly the same hour that the critical hearing on whether his co-defendant Mark Meadows gets his case switched to federal court begins. And also beginning for the first time, two legal actions to bar Trump from the ballot in New Hampshire and in Florida, based on the disqualification clause uh-huh. in the Fourteenth Amendment. There we see. Go. There we go. Fourteenth Amendment. Kernel of truth out of that shit bag. Fourteenth Amendment. Fourteenth Amendment. That sure. was called a long time ago. Yes, it was. I reported on it, but I got it from guys like Mark Levin, who were like, "Watch out for this. Mm-hmm. Here's what they're trying to do." And sure enough, Keith gets those uh, talking points and he, of course, jumps right on in. The Republicans are the reason for every shooting. It's like, well, here's an idea. Why don't we put Republican uh, areas against the Democrat areas and see where there is a higher percentage of these shootings? Oh, yeah. 
Well, I got into that years ago with some guy, and his answer was, it's a national problem. Yeah, fuck off. No, it's very, very regionalized. Yes. And if you're very clearly not going to prosecute, again, there is nothing for the people committing the crime to worry about. That's why, like with the shoplifting and everything else, we talked about the guy that they uh, they got when the, the shop owners just start pummeling them with bats or whatever, sticks or whatever they had. You need more of that. You need more of a repercussion for doing bad things. Sure. And then people will stop doing bad things, or at least we'll do it a lot less. No, that's frontier justice, Darren. That's wrong. Yeah, they, they had something <laughs> right back in the old West. I tell You're you what. Right they did. And mm-hmm. the big get for Vivek Ramaswamy. He earns the most important, most coveted endorsement of the campaign so far by O.J. Simpson. Okay. I mean, what does that mean? Now, now, uh, if O.J. Simpson came out and said he liked uh, your guy, Keith, then what would you do? I mean, I don't understand the connection. Mm -hmm. Then again, Keith doesn't understand any connections either. Just for the record, I'd much sooner have a beer with OJ than Keith. Well, yeah, because OJ's smart. And he's interesting. Keith is a fucking snore. Well, he keeps regurgitating the same yes. stuff over and over mm-hmm. and going all in on all of these conspiracy type things that never come true. For the people that all think like, oh, my God, Trump's going to go to jail. It's like, I think you have a lot of uh, a lot of factors that are going to come into play long before anything like that is going to happen. The fact that you're being sold this story. By the folks over at MSNBC and the like, and you buy into it, this just causes more of this. Just total hive mind effect. Then they're all, you want to know why riots start? Because then it's like, we can't believe that this guy's not in jail. Mm. And because they were told, well, no, no, we finally got Trump. Oh, yeah, we got the goods on him. He's going to jail. We got the mugshot. And they're so pissed off that he's monetizing the mugshot. That's great. Isn't it? You know, it's like a, that. this is what you call leaning into it, kids. When you're like, oh, yeah, they're going to do this. That's fine. And we did have our buddies over at uh, Sky News talking about uh, how Donald Trump is dealing with this. And I thought this was a pretty good take on what's going on. U.S. former U.S. President Donald Trump, he's been indicted. He's using this to his advantage. We saw his historic mugshot, which I thought was extraordinary. It took taken at a courthouse in Georgia last Thursday. He's shared it to his Twitter profile that's reactivated. Now there's mugshot merchandise, T-shirts, posters. He's raised seven million U.S. dollars or something like this. Is he revolutionising U.S. politics? I think there's no doubt about that. I think as much as people want to scream and shout about Donald Trump, he, he has he has absolutely disrupted the political process over the last you know five years or, or thereabouts. I, I always say he's a bit like P.T. Barnum. This guy, people, you know, they, he's a showman. He, he he loves to 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 sort of show where the problems are, and he's done it again. That that uh, interview with Twitter on uh, with with Tucker Carlson on Twitter. Uh, has now had something like 260 million views. He didn't do the Republican primary, which had 12 million views on Fox. And this guy's got the gift. I mean, he, he is the absolute master of the show. Uh, Ron DeSantis has learned the hard way how not to uh, not to tackle the the master. 
Uh, and uh, I think, look, my view, my personal view is all of this is having a perverse outcome for those that are pushing this agenda. I think this is making him stronger. Uh, it's raising money. And ultimately, I, I think he is going to be the next president of the United States. Yeah, I think it looks like that. And I support it 100 percent, as you know. <clears throat> so that's going to be an interesting one. Mm, yeah. He is a showman. The question would come then. Is that what you need to run the country? And there were years that I would have disagreed with that. Like, no, you need somebody that understands, you know, and he's not, we'll give Trump this. He understands the economy, I think, better than any other president than we've had in a while. No question. So he's not just a showman. He's not just a guy. He's not just a shyster coming in who's good at the colorful retort. And he is good at that. Donald Trump, if anybody out there is a podcaster, should look to him. I remember watching, I forget which year, when he did one of those CPAC things where he went up there and talked. Speeches, I guess you would call them. See, I'm so eloquent as a podcaster. You know, he did one of them things where he got up (laughs) and he in front of a bunch of people and like said things. Yo, a speech. And... You knew he was off the teleprompter 90% of the time, and he went on for sure. like two and a half hours. Mm-hmm. That takes real skill. Yeah. And it takes immense skill to do it and actually keep people riveted for the two and a half hours. And he did that. And it's like, wow, this is comparing now to Joe Biden, which <laughs> who is just in a sad state of mental capacity at this point. It's like, it's not even close. No. And if Joe Biden is the Democrat runner, I still can't believe he's going to be. I think he's either dead or he is incapacitated before the next election because I can't see them doing this. You're right. But, you know, they could, they could, they're so, they're so far past um, even putting up the front of legitimacy. They're so in your face with, fuck you, we're going to do what we want to do. They might just weekend at Bernie's him, you know, anyway, and um, and then run him, even though he's basically, you know, not there. Well, here's the question for the Democrats. Which is better? Weekend at Bernie's Bernie-ing Joe Biden or actual Bernie? Which which one? I think actual Bernie would be far preferable. You know, yeah, I would agree. Because the real Bernie can't say stupid shit. Yeah. Well, he sounds like a Muppet, too. He does. I would much rather listen to him talk than Joe Biden, though. He would be more entertaining. Yeah. Because Biden's not all that entertaining. You just kind of feel bad for him. At least I have for about the last two years. I mean, I know he's really bad for the country. Yeah. But I think he is so many. And he was an asshole his whole life. I have no doubt about that. Mm -hmm. But. Right now, I have a much bigger deal with the people that are pushing this guy out there into the public eye, knowing his brain is mush. When people start asking you questions, and Megan Kelly went off on this for quite a bit, when people ask you things like what's going on in Hawaii, saying no comment is really not the right answer. <laughs> you think? <laughs> you know, and this, anybody again that had even a little bit of their faculties to them. Yeah. You know, if you or I were president, even if you didn't know anything else about what's going on, you'd be like, you know, right now, 
We just want to uh, do ever, whatever we can to support those families. It's a horrible tragedy, of course. Yeah. You, you know, you don't just go, no comment. Yeah. Well, you know, Joe, you know, you remember, it's so funny because the, um, the dementia has stripped away what little ability he did have to uh, sort of, uh, you know, cover his, uh, his, true, his true feelings. And now the real Joe's coming out. And basically he was on the beach at his, uh, his, his beach house getaway. And it's like, and no comment is basically, you know, another way of spelling, fuck you, don't bug me, I'm busy, I'm taking a son here. Yes. Well, his, for anybody that gave Trump crap, for anybody, even on the Republican side, they gave Obama crap while well, he golfed so many times. Oh, my God. Biden goes on vacation like three days a week. At least. It's like, this is not good. This There is nobody in. Uh, he is not the one leading the country. Of course not. A lot of people think it's the Obamas leading the country, which is why. I mean, I guess I understand both arguments of, well, why wouldn't Michelle step up? And well, why would she? If you're if you're ready, the puppet master. Why do you want to be the person dancing? You know, that's point. Yeah. You, you've already got the power. Mm. You don't need to be the person they throw out there, but it'll be interesting because she, I just, whenever I think of like who's puppeteering him, I always think it's a cabal. It's a, you know, it's a, it's a group of assholes and, and, you know, Barry could be one of them, but yes. I always figure it's probably, uh, you know, cadre of, uh, well, yeah, let's remember, Barry started as the marionette for people like Bill Ayers. Yeah. And yeah, who, who was running Barry, too? That's a, that's a good question. Uh-huh. I don't think he was autonomous at all. No, and the stuff that's coming out on Obama with the all the gay fantasies and stuff like that. And it's like, dude, I don't care. I Nobody don't care what you what, think about. No, who cares? I don't care what you do behind closed doors. Mm-hmm. It was the same thing. A lot of people with, you know, look back now at John F. Kennedy and be like, well, he was having affairs with people and Marilyn Monroe. And it's like, who cares? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did he and run was, the country? Well, and then there was Jimmy Carter who said, I've lusted in my heart. <laughs> okay. Well, where else are you going to do it, Jimmy? Where <laughs> well, else? Pants, I guess, but okay, <laughs> right. Jimmy, if that's what works for you. <laughs> right. You know, and then you had slick Willie and it's like, oh, you know, yeah. the, the sad part about all this, is when you look back and think, wow, I would take that in a heartbeat over what we got going today. Right. It's incredible. It really is. I would in a heartbeat take Bill Clinton getting a blow job in the White House from an intern over the Biden crime family getting oh millions God. of dollars from Russia and Ukraine yeah. and China to do whatever they're doing for those millions of dollars. Right. I mean, I never liked Slick Willie, but he never triggered the complete revulsion that joey does because yeah. you know, i mean clinton he was not a dumb guy clinton was you know many guy had myriad flaws stupidity was not one of them but biden's a fucking idiot on every level and totally unaccomplished he was you know he was installed in that position you know it's like willie did sort of claw his way up from nowhere and you got to give him some props for that policies aside but joey's just a fucking tool i mean we'd really totally have a beer and a burger with uh, Bill. Oh, in a second. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm sure you'd walk away enriched with some of the greatest stories <laughs> you can imagine if he was, you know, lo- I'm sure the guy's got fabulous stories to tell. Yeah. The first question would be, how, how do you stay married to that woman? 
<laughs> no, not how. Why? Why? Right. <laughs> right. There's got to be a reason. There's got to. She's got something on him. Yeah. Let me tell you what's going on there. This is not good. No, this is not good at all. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. That's uh. but I would take that in a minute over the Biden thing going oh, on. God. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Now I see you got a McCullough COVID thing. I mean, there are some places that are bringing mask mandates back, which I oh, am yeah. in total disbelief of. Total disbelief. Well, I am and I'm not. I'm, you know, I didn't see any um, through the deeper south. As soon as we crossed into Maryland, um, I s- stepped into the hotel and there, there <clears throat> excuse me, there was a chick, uh, be, you know, the desk clerk and she's got her mask on. And then I look around on the floor, beautiful floor, very nice hotel we're fresh, you know, foot social distancing footprint stickers. And I'm like, what the fuck? You know? So it, yeah, it's coming. And so this McCullough clip I saw, there's no rage going on here, but uh, it's, I, I chose it for two reasons. First of all, I think it's kind of a, a public service uh, announcement from, uh, from planet rage to all our wonderful listeners, ragers. Um, Cause the guy brings up, you know, some protocols that he, um, that he advises if this, if this thing does sort of catch on and it does appear that there's some spike in infection. So he's got some things. And then, you know, you're always on top of this stuff. You turned me on to the uh, Zelensky protocol. Was that what's called Zelenka? The Zelenka protocol way back. Um, but he mentions a couple of other, you know, I don't know what they're supplements, something. And I thought, I've never heard of those. So I thought, Maybe Darren knows. So here we are. Let's see what he's got. And uh, Cold Acid says the reason Bill stays married is the Hillary assassination group. So that <laughs> could be. Yeah. Could very well be. Could very well be. Do you think the majority of Americans are going to comply this time? I think Americans are going to reject what's failed. We know that lockdown, social distancing, masks, they've all failed. Americans will do what works. And what works are nasal sprays and gargles so the iodine xylitol colloidal silver based stop uh nasals do you have any idea what colloidal silver and um something else well that was something i think that uh alex jones was pushing and i've heard that there are the nasal rinses and the gargles both because at one point and this i believe changed at some point between the first variant, the original, and then as we moved down the line, was that it went from something that kind of grew in the nose and multiplied to something that went into the upper throat mm-hmm. and multiplied, which if it's in the upper throat and you're gargling with some kind of alcohol thing, like a good Listerine. Well, that'll kill that bacteria. As we know, just yeah. hand soap kills the bacteria. Mm-hmm. So doing the gargles and doing a nasal rinse, I can see that that could be beneficial to keeping people from getting sick. I mean, at least oh. way more so than putting a little piece of paper in front of your face. Well, absolutely. I mean, the whole sinus cavity throat over is just a perfect environment for breeding pathogens my god it's tail it's like a you know basically it's a we all have a a petri dish in the back of our throats right um but but what i didn't understand oh by the way let me say this about that years ago a dental hygienist chick i had a couple of cavities and she said you know what do would you like to never have a cavity again as long as you live and i said yes i would and she said if you if you rinse your mouth for about 30 seconds with listerine every night before bed 
you'll never have another cavity. That's about, that was about 20 years ago. And going strong, no cavity since? None. Zero. It makes sense because they are, it, in fact, bacteria. Yes. Perfect sense. Doesn't get started that way. I mean, yeah. once it gets started, then maybe anything can happen, but. Sure. But she, but uh, McCullough mentioned uh, something like colloidal silver. And there was another word he used. I thought, I've never heard that before. And I thought maybe you knew or, you know, because it'd be interesting to find out. He's speaking in like different languages here. Yeah. All colloidal bo- silver based uh, nasal sprays, uh, scoper listerine, gargles started immediately. Well, as, as symptoms uh, develop, uh, are really effective. Every four hours, Dan, we need to do this. Over-the-counter nutraceuticals and supplements, zinc, vitamin D, vitamin C. All right, what's a, what's a nutraceutical? I don't know. This is like, yeah. he's talking in words. We need a doctor. <laughs> Shit. We we'll need a doctor in the house. <laughs> but it's really interesting because I don't think I've ever heard anyone recommend, oh, well, if you feel like you're starting to get sick, do a Listerine or scope, whatever, alcohol-based mouthwash every four hours. I've never heard that. I did. And you know where I first heard that? No agenda. Yep. The boys. I mean, they at would the have it because they're crazy, shit, you know. No, no, no. <laughs> at the dawn of this shit, I distinctly recall Adam saying, and some producer had sent him that this was like standard procedure in Japan that you start getting sick, you, you start doing a, you know, an antiseptic gargle, nasal spray, whatever, to keep the, the replication at bay, you know, in your own sinus system and so forth. So, yeah, that's that's right for us. Heard that. Yeah. Let's see. A nutraceutical, as NetNed gives me the Wikipedia page, because, you know, we could all just look things up on Wikipedia. True. Is a pharmaceutical alternative which claims physiological benefits. So something that would be unregulated. Think of supplements and all of that. So it's gotcha. it is uh, something that helps, but is not technically a drug. Yeah, but they want to make everything a drug these days. Well, yeah, because they can have more control over exactly. it. Exactly. Exactly. Thank God I don't go to doctors very often. And the last couple of times I had a checkup, whatever, you know, do, do you take any vet, do, do you take any medications? And I said, no. Uh, do you take a vitamin? Yeah, I take, sometimes I take a vitamin C. And the, and the check actually goes, well, that's a medication. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's not. So if I eat an orange, that's a medication. Yep. She just looked at me with this blank fucking stare. If you, you walk know, out I, into the sun, you get some vitamin D. That's a medication. Really? You know, really. But they like that. I, I really believe that. They, they like to make uh, everything, you know, rice, beef, meat, whatever. It's, it's all medication. So could we want to regulate it? You know, that's why I'm glad I'll be seeing my doctor for the first time in like a year. He was off with some back problem and stuff. He hasn't been in the office, but he was the one when the COVID stuff all began. When I start doing the research and it was like, well, it's the ACE inhibit, you know, it's the ACE. Uh, connections in whatever that this stuff was grabbing onto. And I'm like reading up on this because one of the blood pressure medications I was on was an ACE inhibitor. And it was like, well, I'm not really clear on whether this would be good to have an ACE inhibitor. Will that make it more likely to get sick or less likely to get sick? And he was like, I'm, you're the only person I'm calling back personally on this because it was the only question that was sane and rational from everybody else that was wow. trying to find out stuff. But when I got COVID, when my mom had the symptoms, of course, she never tested positive for it, but it was right at the same time as me and I had pretty much the same symptoms, just a little bit 
well, quite a bit less severe. Mm-hmm. And the answer was the same thing. It's like drink a lot of liquids. And when you think you've drank enough liquids, drink more liquid yeah. and take the supplements, take the quercetin, take elderberry, take the vitamin D, take the zinc. Mm-hmm. And that was it yeah. because they do work. Sure. Rather than, well, no, you need to take and uh, you need a ventilator. Right. Well, or even what, what's the drug they came up with? Uh, Remdesivir. That, uh, right. It'll was that your kidneys? Well, that was the one where then most people were then getting it like a second wave after they took the, uh, I don't, was that the remdesivir? Was that a, uh, or the Pax, was it Plaxivid? Plaxivid. Right. Plaxivid. Yeah. Yeah. That came later. Yeah. That was a miracle. That was going to fix everything. Didn't fix a fucking thing. Didn't right. Nothing. Then my doctor got COVID. And he took plaques of it. And I'm like, let me guess. Like two days later, it came back. He's like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> like, yes, it did. And unfortunately, uh, the rebounds uh, are real. Yeah. But everybody's different. There's no question about that. True. But I can say with the supplements, depending on what they are, I had issues with blood pressure and then i start doing the coq10 and the corsetin and stuff and all of a sudden the blood pressure went way down wow now that's cool so it's good when the natural stuff works i mean the only problem is that when you buy things like coq10 you have to really rely on the company doing it because there is no governmental agency and i'm not saying governmental agencies and everything is good because it's obviously not but you can get drastically different oh, yeah. quality of ingredients and amount of ingredients. So if your health starts relying on supplements, it's like, it's nice to be able to know what you're putting into your body. So what's your go-to brand, Darren? What do you think is who's, who's making the real stuff, the real McCoy? For the, uh, I, for most things I do, the now brand. Now and NOW, yeah, and they have yeah. all of the you know the corsetin and the taurine and the L arginine and all that stuff. Because I still think, although I don't know, because I had some of those dental problems that got cleared up. But you know, knock on the the fake wood here, the arrhythmia has been gone since I started taking the uh, taurine on a daily basis. Wow, and that was one of the things that was like, hey, well, this will handle this, and the L arginine keeps the uh the extra beat or the uh the skipped beats the l arginine helps but the arrhythmia is uh, the taurine and that seemed to do a job that nothing else was the coq10 i forget the name it's in a dark black bottle it's but it is uh again you just have to do the research and all of them yeah. i did get an alternate brand once but that is the one place where i will go through and try to find somebody that uh seems to be serious doing a blog about health because there are people that do nothing but these supplement things sure and they get them and they test them and all of that not to say that one batch can't be totally different than the other but the supplements go a long way into keeping you healthy especially as we get older you know that's something people now don't even consider it's like well you may not need this when you're younger but now the like the coq10 you know, and the taurine, it was weird because right after I started taking the taurine, I start seeing articles everywhere that are like, oh, this is the new magical mm. supplement that'll, you know, keep add years onto your life. Hmm. So it's like, I don't know. 
I'm not a doctor, but I would recommend everybody do a little research on it. Yeah. But let's see what uh, Macaulay continues here with. Yeah. It's over-the-counter nutraceuticals and supplements, zinc, vitamin D, vitamin C, curcumin, uh, famotidine. Is that, okay, curcumin. Now, is, I always just say, isn't that quercetin? Cur- or is that cur- I think um, curcumin. Isn't that other stuff, the uh, anti-inflammatory, um, like there's a, there's a, that's sort of like the um, extract from, what's the other um, shit? Uh, the curry, right? Curcumin, I think, is like a uh, concentrated form of. Uh, ah, that may shit. be, yes. Something like that. Uh, Famotidine. They're all fine to use. Uh, this is part of the McCullough protocol. Uh, we are having an upswing in cases, Dan, no doubt about it. Okay. Uh, the variants are the EG and FL variants. That's not XBB. 1.5. So actually, the new vaccines coming in have already missed the target. Yeah, new vaccines <laughs> so coming in. Go. It's always, they're always going to be five steps behind the band. I mean, fucking wise up. And it's, it's just sad because they didn't really need them the last time. You know, there were some people that died, although there are people that die of the flu mm-hmm. every time that comes around. Sure. So you could look at this. Maybe it was a more severe flu but what we have been seeing and there's no data as of yet i have not seen any rational news story from a rational news source that says wow covid's getting more deadly again it's like no it's the fall is going to start rolling around which means Mm -hmm. people are going to start getting sick again Mm -hmm. but if the severity of cases continues to go down then how is this different then the cold or flu, why do we need the vaccine? I mean, for people like you who remain pure. And, and plus, I mean, Pfizer's um, revenues are going down there. Don't you care about that? No. No. And if they're like, well, the only way to get a flu shot is to get it in MRNA form now. It's like, fuck that. I'll never get a flu shot again. Fuck that. No, they're really pushing that hard, aren't they? The MRNA, man, they beating that drum loud and clear daily. It, it seems to be, and I, I don't know that uh, yeah. there is a lot of data showing that adverse effects are quite possible. And I, although, you know, again, I'm not anybody that will jump into things and just draw conclusions without further proof. Yeah. You know, things don't look real good right now, but you don't have enough data, you don't have enough information to know exactly what's happening. I hate when people cover stories that are things like, you know, Oh, high school or college athlete dies on the field. Never saw that before. It's like, I remember that happening when I was in high school. Hmm. Maybe it's happening more. I don't have the exact numbers, but it did happen. Yes, it did. And if you start covering that, like, well, this has never happened before. It's like, well, then you're being disingenuous. Sure. It's like, uh, are you going to get shots again this time? Blue Deuce says, I don't know what shots that would be because rabies. right. I, I do need a rabies shot. Been hanging around with me. You hang out with the <laughs> trolls. You need a rabies shot. <laughs> no, the J and J is not making anything anymore. The only, I believe at this point, the only vaccines out there are the MRNA. Unless I'm wrong. I don't think, is I there think anybody right. else that's doing? Yeah. I don't believe so. That's what I've heard. So it's like, no, not the MRNA stuff. No, it's crazy. That's no good. And you yeah. can say what you want about the J and J one, but uh, 
beyond like 10 people, I think, that got blood clots and died in the entirety. I don't believe there are side effects to that yeah. one. It was it was absolutely astounding and alarming and terrifying how many people I knew that had adverse side effects from the jab. And every one of them was mRNA. I didn't know anybody. Only a few people took the J&J as you did. And none of them reported any problems, but this, this fucking mRNA thing. Whoa, whoa. No, not all COVID shots are correlated with myocarditis, blue douche. You're wrong. That was just the mRNA ones. Do your homework. We're not here to do that for you on, on Planet Rage. <laughs> now, what is Tina up to? T- well, here's why I, I plugged Tina in here. She's been MIA for months. I mean, there's like, she's been I'd, like, where'd she go? Has she been brainwashed? Is that the problem? No, I don't think so. No, you wouldn't. No, I don't think you, when you hear, you'll know she hasn't been. Um, but I thought, gee, it's, it's a long time since we heard from Tina. That's, there's all kinds of action happening, um, you know, back there in her, in her orbit. Um, what I didn't realize is she's up in, I think she said she's in Rockland or Westchester. Westchester County, whatever the hell it is. I thought she was right in Staten Island with uh, with our buddy Scott Lebedo. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, well, she was running against, uh, you know, AOC. Uh, yeah. Yes. So wouldn't that. And she's announced she's going to, again, take another shot at uh, AOC in the next next election. Um, but she's she's got something interesting to say here. But before we get to Tina, um, you know, she was kind of um, pretty vocal in backing uh, Scott's plays. And he's been just, as we know, in a, in a fight for his life with this, uh, this illegal alien uh, installation going on in his backyard in Staten Island. And I haven't seen any Tina, you know, like what are they still buddies? I don't know. Um, but apparently somebody sent me this uh, or tagged me on no agenda social with a wonderful video of some guy who is, I think the Staten Island borough president arriving at the location, this school where they were going to install hundreds of these uh, illegal immigrants. And the guy had, Hey, this is over. Here's the court order. And there was video of all these people being taken out of the location. And I thought, Oh, this is fantastic. But, but according to Scott, that was overturned. Mayor Adams and his minions uh, managed to get that booted. So they're going to be plugging these people back in there. It's really, it's a fucking mess. Well, yeah, it's yeah. kind of like we sneak them out in the middle of the night and then yeah. like, oh, we won't, nobody will see this. Yeah. Yeah. So legal manipulation. It's always, it's, it's just become, this is just endemic across the country. It's like, fuck the people. You're going to do what your finger quotes, elected officials tell you to do. Really? It's just everywhere. And it's very, very scary. Well, yeah, and there's a lot of money going into this, which are oh, yeah. from the taxpayers who stand up and say, we don't want this. And you're like, no, but worse in the New York and Chicago that still won't back down mm-hmm. from the, well, we're a sanctuary city, but you know, we, we can't take any more of these. Well, why? Right. We'll right. send them somewhere else. I mean, the mayor of Chicago is like, we're going to start sending them to the suburbs. I'm like, well, that's not going to work because the minute they get to the suburbs, they're going to be rousted and sent somewhere else. Yeah. And this is a system that is not going to work for anybody. But this is why you have to control the amount coming in in the first place. Yes. So at least Scott's not in jail now. Is that good? Is he, as far uh, as I know, he's not. I mean, he was arrested along with Curtis Sliwa, the founder of the Guardian Angels. But I guess they were you know, very quickly released. But Scott, Scott looks, what's the, 
what's the correct word here? He looks, uh, I mean, he's in a fight. I mean, this guy, he, there's no bullshit about this guy. I mean, he, he means what he says. And it looks like it's taking a toll on him, which is tough. But hey, you know, he's not, he's not 22. And I'm sure it's very, uh, very taxing what he's going through. But anyway, this, this Tina clip is sort of, you know, adjacent to the Scott thing. She's talking about uh, uh, going to a protest. And it might have been along with Scott. There was a big uh, thing, a rally yesterday at Gracie Mansion, which is the right way to go, you know, because that's, that's where Adams lives, the mayor. So, yeah, bang some pots and pans and blow horns and, and, and show him some, some, make some noise. Uh, and so she's talking about, you know, well, you'll hear when she gets, gets to talk. You know what I don't understand? And a lot of people aren't going to like what I have to say. Everyone's doing these protests like what I did at Orchard Beach last year for the illegal immigrants. Like what they were going to put up here in Rockland till Ed Day put a stop to it. But all you motherfuckers, and that's how I'm going to say it, <laughs> that want to do this and then tell people like us not to bring a Trump flag or wear a Trump shirt or anything like that. How dare you? Because if Trump was in office, this wouldn't be going on. Everyone on that debate stage that night had the same exact intentions as Trump. If they get into office, they're going to do this, they're going to do that. Everything Trump did. So don't fucking tell us whether or not we can wave a Trump flag. Because this wouldn't be going on on Trump's watch. Remember that, motherfuckers. Fuck out of here. Yeah, well, you have to believe everything they believe. You can't wear a Trump shirt because that is violence. Right. Can't wear a Make America Great Again cap because that's violence. But, you know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I get what she's saying and she's right. And um, so people have just yeah. been pushed a little bit too far. They have. But as we've talked about New York, L.A., there are some areas that are. I think beyond repair, the only way they're going to get repaired is they're going to get a whole lot worse first and nobody wants to be around right? when that happens because that's just not going to be any fun. No. You know, it's not like this is a good spirited political debate. This is a very one-sided thing mm-hmm. when the people that are in control of those areas, you know that if you're the guy in New York outside that uh, Gracie Manor and you're wearing your Trump hat and you got your Trump flag and some BLM dude comes up next to you and you get into a fight and he stabs you and you stab him. There's like a 99% chance only one of you is doing time. Oh yeah. And that's not, that's not fair. That's not justice, but it gets a lot harder to get your message across when you're in that kind of a, uh, very unfriendly home field advantage. Yes. Which actually, since you mentioned Antifa, there's a clip. Um, it says Antifa gets dissed. Ooh. Antifa girl dissed. Well, let's see what, yeah. how it's kind of, it's a, you know, I think this was part of the, um, it might've been the, uh, the Gracie mansion thing. I, the, the, you know, the location wasn't pinpointed. It was definitely New York. And it was really interesting because to give you the setup, there's this woman um, who is standing behind a, um, a you know flank of cops? There's you know these probably six seven cops shoulder to shoulder, and she's got an iPhone. And the the guy's voice that you're primarily is talking to, and he's really, he's not he's not pulling any verbal punches on this broad. And there she is, you know, beautiful sunny day in New York with her red mask on her face. 
okay, outside. And I thought at this point in time, anybody who masks up is either tragically uninformed about the science or it's a political statement. And in her case, it was. Now, usually Antifa, they wear black ones or they do a, almost a balaclava thing, okay, which is pretty obvious. They just don't want to be recognized. But you could see who she was. It's just, here's my, it's the equivalent of an armband. Here's my swastika armband on my face. Really, that's, that's what it's about. The germ catcher. I, yeah, I don't think she was worried about any germs. I think it's just this is, you know, the, I'm on the I'm on the side. And if you think about it, if you re- recall, there's a lot of um, um, back in the, the summer of violence um, with these mobs of Antifa right. screaming at people and beating them. Put your mask on. You know, it's, it's really it's it's highly political symbolism. It really is. Yeah, it's all about compliance. Yes. You'll do what we tell you. And if you don't, yeah. we can. This was the perfect thing because they could recognize you very easily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, and you know which team you're on. If you're, you're walking without a mask, how dare you? Yeah. Except when you hear this guy talk to, talk to this, this person, <laughs> it's clear what team he's on, too. And it's pretty, pretty good stuff. I saw your Antifa crew got their asses kicked today, huh? Kalia's crew got their asses kicked today, didn't they? A lot of Antifa blood on there, wasn't there? Yeah, there was a lot of Antifa blood, wasn't there? Yeah. Look at that huffing and puffing in there. How come you don't hit my phone? Why don't you hit my phone in front of the cops? I didn't think so. Stop. He keeps saying, how come you don't hit my phone? I guess she knocked his phone out of his hand earlier. So now she's standing behind these cops and the guy's saying, how come you don't hit my phone now in front of these cops? Is he saying there's a lot of Antifa blood running today? Uh, yeah, a lot of it. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting that these folks that want to knock your phone down so you can't record them. But I thought you're proud of what you're doing. Why wouldn't you want what you're right. saying and what you're doing to be mm-hmm. broadcast to the world if you're so proud of what you're doing? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I didn't think so. Come to- Whoa, that's a Scott Lobito. Earmuffs, right kids. Boom. Earmuffs. <laughs> Earmuffs. There it is. The Come on. Where's your all cops and bad hat? Where are you trying to go? In? You running? Look at him trying to run away, the little rat. Little fucking penguin rat. Where are you running to? Right, hit the phone. Come on, hit the phone. Hit the phone in front of the cops. Oh, I'm cursing you. Oh, you can walk away. You can walk the other way. You can walk the other way, little girl. Come on, right to the cops. Tell the cops. Oh, look the Tiger Jane. Right into the cops. Please tell him to go away. Oh, please tell him to go away. Uh, Huffing and puffing a little fucking rat cunt. <laughs> well, you know, it's all these people that want the police to be uh, defunded, but then when they are being yeah. hassled, then. Yeah. Isn't that, isn't that something? He, that was a good point. He said, where's your uh, ACAB hat? You know, yeah, it is. Mm -hmm. And it's not getting any better. It's not. And, um, you know, whatever happened to, was it Trump that said he was, I think he was the one that said he, he, that, that Antifa should be declared a terrorist organization. And why hasn't that happened? Well, I guess because Joey said it's just an idea, but it's pretty clear. They are the foot soldiers, the brown shirts of the democratic party. Right. Their ideology is left wing. So thus. The Democrats love them. Yeah. This is not the type of politics that was around when we grew up. No, 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 no. 
there was a switch at some point, and it it really is way more recently, I think, than people give it credit for, that went from two parties that kind of really just fought every four years because when it wasn't a presidential election, nobody really cared. So you kind of had, and the, the election cycles, I don't think were ever this long, which is ironic because now with the internet, you don't need months to get to learn who a candidate is. This could be done a lot quicker. You don't need to get them on the news. You don't need to have multiple debates. Let's just have everybody throw up a TikTok page and then the Chinese can control everything. (laughs) But now the election cycle being like two years long, but it used to be, it seemed like out of every four years, there was like six months where the presidential election was in full swing and everybody sniped back and forth. But then you had like three and a half years where everybody tried to get along. Yes. I don't remember anything ever like this that, Oh, if you're on the other side, not only are we not going to vote for your stuff, not only are we going to disagree with you, but we are going to attack you. We're going to put you in jail. Uh Uh-huh. Because how dare you support Donald Trump? Mm. But then again, the guy's selling his mug shots. That is still hilarious. I love it. I love it. That is still hilarious. Now, this is a clip from a show that I really never watch, mm-hmm. but it's the Tim Cash, you know, Tim Pool, the pool boy. Sure, sure. And this is one of his sidekicks, Ian. Now, I want to know how you'll rate this level of rage. We were just talking about the mask mandates. Mm-hmm. And he's all against it, as you should be. But this, I mean, I know we, at least I do, every now and then, you know, you kind of push something a little bit for the sake of entertainment in a podcast. I want to know, is this guy pushing this for the entertainment or is he really snapping this bad? All right. I'm, I liken back to 2020. And I think you just said it 15 days to slow spread. The only reason in hell I would ever lock my country down is because there was some sort of flesh eating virus tearing through the population. You never do that to your country unless it, it was the last ditch effort circumstance that you have no other choice. You lost running water. You lost soap if in those situations, maybe because you, that that is the recipe to destroy your country is to shut it down. Mm-hmm. Don't do that again. And don't make people put fucking dirty masks on. Nice. I'm sick of it, man. I'm fucking sick of it. I will not do it again. Thank you. I wonder how many people feel exactly the same way. Yeah, I agree. Well, you know, we're out in West Virginia, so we came out here because we were in New Jersey and it started getting really intense. There was talk locally about shutting down the bridges out of New Jersey. And I was like, I'm leaving. I'm not going (laughs) to stick around to wait and find out if I'm trapped on this peninsula. Okay, so I mean, it was just a short little burst. Yeah, I think he was honest. I think he, I think would, he was honest. That's that sounded legit to me. Yeah, it's like that. See, that's worrisome because you have to calm down a little bit. Not saying you have you to think? take, I but just for your own sanity and to not get yourself into a situation where uh, you get yourself into more problems than you maybe want. I mean, I don't mind the what's being said, but it's like if you're physically going to, you know, make your blood pressure go through the roof or have a heart attack or have your, you know, something explode in your brain, it's a little too much. It's a little too much. I think, I think think that, um, you know, this time around, I mean, we, we all allowed them to do what they did. 
um, because, you know, we didn't have all the information to begin with. Right. And, you know, most people's, you know, kind of hip shot uh, demeanor is to not make waves, kind of go along with the program. And they very quickly seized upon us and realized that they, they could push it as far as they fucking wanted. And look what happened. I mean, it was, it was, it was just a, an abomination what they did to kids, what they did to people, what they did to the military, to refuseniks. Um, basically, this is what my whole previous show was about uh, last Wednesday is, is, you know, this time around when this shit starts, um, you can't be um, chill about what's going on. You got to get was I, I came up with a little acronym called R.I.D. And that is ridicule, insult and denigrate. And a number of times, you know, in 20, 2021, 20, I walk into a store, whatever, and hear some asshole call, you know, unmasked. And here's some pin. This is a mask down. Put your mask on. <laughs> you know, many, many times I just walked out. But sometimes I did mask up. And I, I regret that. And if that happens again, I'm not going to be passive about it. I'm going to look right at whoever this person is and say, no, you take your mask off, idiot. Right. No, but and let the chips fall where they may. You want, hey, you want to fucking, you know, throw down? <laughs> Bring it. You know, that's, that's, that has to be our attitude this time around. So I'm with this guy. And if he's getting hot under the collar, good. Let's, let's hope he intimidates the shit out of somebody face to face. Cause that's the only way this, any battle's going to get, get won. You know, fuck the high road. Um, you know, if his blood pressure, I don't know how old this guy is, but maybe you know, he looked like a young hippie, which also isn't going to okay. probably make anybody scared. But uh, yeah, well, probably not. But but people people have to get there has to be pushback this time. It oh, I agree. Just just the idea of mere noncompliance. That ain't going to get it done. It's got we got to go in the offensive. I agree, but you can't turn into the left who were outside. Remember, they had the scream into the sky off for what's it? Uh, what's it the Wall Street takeover at one of those were like yeah. at 9 a.m. We're going to go out into yeah. the street and scream. Right. Like, no, that's not doing anybody any good. I'm all with the pushback. Yeah. I'm all with trying to uh, educate people on why they're morons. Or if somebody says wear a mask. Oh, yeah. You're like, do you know what the medical data says about masks? They don't work. But I think we're past that. I mean, there's been, they are willfully ignorant. Okay. It's just, it's just gotten so far beyond that. I don't think there's any, there's no, there's no more reasoning. There's no more logic. There's no more the PowerPoint. Let's, let's look at both sides of this. Here's your, you know, they're, they're just, they're ideologues, they're ideologues and they're idiots and they're, or they're like the Antifa chick, you know, they're, they, they know right. exactly what they're doing and you're going to, you're going to mask up because we're in control. We tell you what to do, you know? So I think we're, Far, far past the the idea of trying to enlighten anybody about these issues. If you don't know by now, you never fucking will. You know, it's like it's this. It's like the putting the you know the health warning on the side of a pack of Marlboros. You know, if you haven't heard by now, that's not going to stop you. Oh, it turns out people actually like the warnings. Okay, there was something that was uh, where, where maybe it was it had to be on no agenda because where else are you going to hear the kind of information that says <laughs> you would think that hearing that drug abusers are dropping dead all over the place from fentanyl laced whatever right would be enough to make the people that are doing the drugs go oh, oh not going to do that don't want to die right and the report was no it's totally the opposite because they're like wow this stuff is so hot this stuff is so good. It could kill you. Really? Yes. And it's, that's just a sickness right there. That's sickness. Yeah. 
where you're like, I know this might kill me, but it might just be a little better high. And I'm searching for that high and they don't care. See, that makes perish. sense because it was, it was Adam who was talking about it. You know, the, the whole thing of, of, of drug dealers cutting other drugs with this shit is it, it's retarded because the last why, why do they want to kill their customers? They're not going to do that. People must be requesting this crap, I would think. Right. Makes a lot more sense. It's bizarre. No matter what it is, it's like it's very bizarre why anybody would intentionally want to do that. Yeah. But again, I guess uh, when you're under the influence, you're probably not making no the best decisions. No. You know, and this again, why the crime runs rampant. It's like, well, I need a hundred bucks to go buy whatever I need to buy. So I'm going to, I'm going to get that one way or the other. And what is the fentanyl high? I mean, is it like a heroin thing? Is it put you in the knot? I have no idea what that shit even does to people besides kill them. Do we I don't know, know, except for the fact that I've seen videos and one was a like 250 pound cop who picked something up that had fentanyl on it and immediately went down and couldn't breathe so i mean it's it's some really nasty stuff yeah that's why it's like well do not pick up dollar bills if you see it on the streets kids this is the world you're getting into which oh you see a you see anything on the floor do not pick it up because it could kill you wow you know this is now it's like well no everybody should have the uh, you know narcan or whatever you need to uh so narcan kevlar clothing right don't go to the ballpark (laughs) (laughs) vaccines what else Uh, holy shit this is the Mm. world you live in and this is what we're coming up to now where people are like well yeah joey he's leading the country all right yeah i don't quite get it man oh man what is tns indians this clip here oh this clip is marvelous uh well we got ryan bemrose who is fabulous over on the grumpy old ben show and this clip is marvelous which is totally different than fabulous well, it's not 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 entirely other. You know, there's there's a dotted line between those words. I think that would um, make sense. This this again, and I would never pull a clip like this down because it's so visual, but it's so cool that I had to just include it and try to do my best to describe All right. what the uh, the video is. It is a two lane desert road, and I'm talking fucking desert like rocks and dunes flanking both sides. It's somewhere, I think, in Nevada, right? And it's a a quick clip, and this road is completely blocked by environmental protesters. They've got signs and banners and shit up, and they've also got, like, a flatbed truck um, behind them. So it's a serious barricade impeding any exit or egress, okay? And suddenly... This white, a couple of white pickups just come out, <laughs> zooming into frame, and their trucks are marked Ranger, right? I've seen a lot of Ranger trucks on national parks and stuff, and I thought that doesn't look, that's not the logo I, I see. It turns out this was on Indian land, and these guys were, you know, Indian police Rangers, Ooh. which is a whole nother smoke. Yeah, are they a little more serious? <laughs> is that is, well, <laughs> yeah, they sure are. And so this this pickup just barrels right into the fucking signs and the and the flatbed trailer and knocks it aside. Which was there was a couple of these yahoos actually standing or adjacent to the thing, knocks them to the fucking pavement, and then uh, 
a bunch of guys swing out. They got their weapons drawn. They're dressed for combat in Fallujah. They're wearing plates on their chest. And one of these dudes, I'm sure you've seen Cuckoo's Nest and uh, Chief Broom, who was like seven feet tall. Uh-huh. Right. This dude would have dwarfed Chief Broom. Nice. He had to be eight feet tall and 700 pounds. I mean, was, holy shit. And they are taking no shit. And the funny thing, there's, there's just so much human nature texture going on in this brief clip because all these enviro terrorist assholes are very bowed out and tough and big mouth until they get confronted by some right until somebody that's pushing back somebody pushes back with no with gloves off right and you hear listen you'll hear these women screaming we're we're peaceful we have no weapons we're nonviolent. whatever these guys don't give a fuck they've got them face down on the asphalt they're cuffing them behind their backs yeah nor should one Huh? Nor should they, because this is Nor such, such a Nor dangerous thing to do. Exactly. And this, you know, th- thank you. And that's also why I pulled this clip, because these fucking pieces of shit, and I don't care what their cause is, the moment they stop traffic and impede people from getting to work, from getting to school, maybe to getting to a hospital with a medical emergency, fuck them. Your protesting right card is thereby revoked at that very second. Yeah. And if you get run over by a semi, I don't feel bad about it. Not in the fucking least. Now, this, according to the uh, clip custodian, was also a road on the way to Burning Man. Now, that's interesting. I saw that, but I I wasn't certain about that because, I mean, I've never been a Burning Man, um, but I'm not certain that's correct. That's why I didn't I didn't mention that. But this goes on everywhere. They've done this, this in Chicago on, on the, which when you're doing this on the expressways in Chicago, you're taking a whole new level of. Exactly. Uh, exactly. Insanity. And assholes. They've done this shit everywhere and everywhere. It should be met with the exact same attitude and show of force that these uh, tribal guys did. I don't know what tribe they're of. If they're not, you know, my Apache, as we know, I'm like 0.01% that. Right. Your people, <laughs> your people. But they're not fucking around. They are. These guys are take no shit tribal rangers. And then the, the, the last part I'll tell you to listen for is one. It's, I just laughed out loud when I heard this off on the shoulder, actually on a dune. I mean, this is, this is a really serious desert where they are. Some fucking asshole is on the side and he's screaming at these cops. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Whatever. And then one of these mountainous dudes in the body arm comes right into his face. And the guy goes, I'm not with them. I'm not with them. (laughs) (laughs) It's fucking classic. I mean, this, this thing, you know, it's, I don't know what, maybe it's only 17, 23 seconds, whatever it is. It's brief, but there's, there's so much going on. So, you know, an instant repercussion. See, that's where people start to learn. That's where they exactly instantaneous. You don't do this. Bam. Fuck the system. You're not going to be, you know, a nice, gently talked to or given warning, whatever the fuck you pull this shit. This is what you get. Right. And it is. It's insanity that you think I can have 10 people sitting across the lane of traffic and the reaction's going to be, no, no, we're just peaceful protesters. Oh, okay. Yeah. Let's have tea. Yeah. yeah. You want to line the freeway with posters? Fuck yeah. You want to get up on the overpasses and drape fl- you know, flags and bang pots and pans? Have at it. Right. You stop the traffic. Fuck you. This is what happens. I do like that. We're going to take all of you out. That's yeah. Don't you love it? <laughs> yeah. And I, that guy, I think he means it. That's the difference. I think he does. Yeah. It's he like, does. that's kind of like having, uh, you know, your parents, when you're a kid, like 
Don't make me come back there. <laughs> Three, <laughs> two, and if you weren't done, you weren't mm-hmm. done doing whatever you were doing by one, you were in trouble. Yeah. We're not violent. Get out! We're now. not violent. Right. On the ground! All of you on the ground now! Get on the ground! Get on the ground! Yeah, okay, so here's an You're being arrested, all right. Right. And you're being given a direct order by law enforcement, and you're not following it. And you're not following it. And she keeps saying, we're nonviolent, as if that's somehow... You know, you get a free pass for for blockading a fucking road just because you're nonviolent. And then you will hear him say also, see, this is another angle to this, another element that's very interesting. And maybe some troll room folks might know this is the guy says you're you're trespassing on private property, which is fucking true. I mean, all these reservations are allegedly sovereign states. Right. Right. So if you if you decide to fuck around and find out with these guys, I, I, I believe um, you're, it's, it's the same thing as if you're in a foreign country, you know, you go down to Mexico and fuck up down there, Bubby, you're on your own. You're, you know, you're going to have some difficulty getting an attorney, whatever. It's a completely different system they right. have. So, well, so yeah. that made me laugh even more. Well, yeah, because if you're so dumb, you don't understand the system. Now I, I haven't looked this up. My dad was telling me a, about a story where a couple of women went in because, you know, you're seeing all this stuff on TV. You can do all the robbing you want. Nothing's going to happen right. to you. Well, they went into one of the high-end stores in Yorktown Mall here in the Chicago suburbs, mm-hmm. and they did the robbery. They got caught, and they are now in jail because it was in DuPage County, not Cook County. They picked mm-hmm. the county where they do put you in jail because uh, they weren't uh-huh. smart enough to know that if you're in DuPage County and not in Cook County where Kim Fox and her ilk uh, don't want to prosecute new page is obviously like well fuck you we are going to prosecute and you are going to go to jail <laughs> so it's like again knowing the 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 rules of uh where you are is vitally important to all of you shoplifters out there yeah you better make sure you're in a county with the da that likes you <laughs> but this i can see being even 10 times worse it's like well no this is not the United States. This is sovereign this land. This is not the United States. Uh-huh. I've been through a lot of reservations, you know, and they're they're pretty cool. Like there's out in Palm Springs, uh, there's tremendous, uh, vast tracts of of land owned by uh, various tribes out there, you know, and they built some pretty banging casinos, and uh, they own a bunch of oases, which are really cool things. But you know, you drive through their gates and you pay your ten buck as an admission fee. You know, and there's signs up there, kind of saying, "Hey." you know, be aware you're, you're sort of leaving the United States and it's in its own realm, you know? So, so, you know, yes. And the legal protections you get as a United States citizen in the United States, that does not fly here the same as if you go to a foreign country. Yes. Some fucking ACLU turd is not going to pull your coals out of the fire. And here's basically what it's saying. And that's, that's okay. We need more Indian reservations is what we need. Maybe we do. Yeah. Get on the ground. Please, 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 what? Please, what? Yeah, like you're blocking traffic. It's yeah. not like everybody's like you said. They're not getting up and going. Okay, we're leaving. We're leaving. Bye. We won't do this again. Right. Like no, they're not. They're playing the game. Like oh no, you you can't do anything to us. We're nonviolent. It's like we're that non-violent. does not mean anything. Doesn't mean shit. <laughs> You're lucky you don't get run over. Yeah. Please. 
get the gun. No one has a gun. No one has a gun. We have no weapons at all. Sure you tell me <laughs> we have no weapons at all. Yeah. Like, again, like that means something. Right. <laughs> You're being arrested <laughs> the for guy, eating the, the tribal cops. Like, yeah, well, I do. Look, yeah, look, there you go. You look at this heater. Hey, yeah, <laughs> I can take out the balls off a charging rhino at a hundred yards, yeah, man. You should you see. Yeah. <laughs> We're environmental protesters. <laughs> Wait, I'm just a protester. Well, was... We're environmental protesters. We can't. Oh, that's, like, that's... Uh, oh. like Colgate Invisible Shield. You can't touch us. Oh, really? I would like the I would like the cop to be. Oh wait, you're an environmental protester. Right. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, that's different. Uh-huh. Let, me, let me put your flatbed trailer back and across the highway. Uh huh. Sorry, sorry to disturb your protest. Yeah. Is that all? We're environmental protesters. Please. Trespassing on tribal land. Hear that? Bang. You are trespassing on, on private land. land. Yeah. Okay. Which. Now, you know, God bless these guys because, you know, they did what they did. And there, I don't think there's a fucking thing anybody can do about what they did. You know, just sort of short of Joey sending in the National Guard or something. There will be no repercussions for those guys any more than there should be for any other person defending their private property, including people in St. Louis during riots. Right. I think it's interesting. The clip custodian said in this video there are yeti coolers next to a sign that reads stop capitalism (laughs) now that is yeah that is exactly what you'd expect from people that sound like this exactly and fuck yeti that's a commie outfit too i forget what they did to piss me off but they did something that's all we need to know yeah we'll figure it out i like the cheap chinese knockoff yetis they work just as well yes they do a yeti's a complete bullshit there's nothing better about a yeti than any any competition no i had it's one marketing one of the the uh whatever the aluminum cups whatever they make them out of i think aluminum and that thing failed within like six months bought some cheap chinese knockoff ones they've lasted years there you are all mm-hmm. you need to know all you need to know and again the yelling and resisting because that's going to go over well yeah that is going to go over well okay hear him what mr what the fuck uh-huh L- listen so, listen to him change his tune so this is the guy Sergeant on the sidewatch starts to bear down <laughs> Oh, you're gonna laugh, man. This is the guy on the sidelines who doesn't like that these women are being arrested. Right. Is that the right. uh all right? What the fuck? Our friend is getting fucking hurt. She was just standing here. What the fuck? I'm not part of this. I'm not part of this. That's what happens when you get closed in on, huh? Just yeah. like, oh, nope, nope, right. nope. Oh, I'm not part of this. Sorry, boss. Don't know these people at all. No, fake. No, not even here. Gotta go. Yes. I mean, it's an awesome clip. Maybe you could even post it on the Planet Rage site. It's that, it's that, you know, view worthy. Yeah. And it makes sense because you, you don't get to have no repercussions just because, no, I'm doing this for the right reasons. Don't you understand? Right. I'm a protester. Yeah. Like nobody cares. Everybody's going about their business. Go on yeah. the internet and post on Twitter. Nobody fucking cares. Do what you want. Right. As you said, hold a sign on the side of the road. Nobody cares. Do what you fucking want. Yeah. You start impeding people or putting yourself in danger because the next thing 
somebody runs over one of these morons and then they're the ones that are going to jail or maybe not if it's on tribal land. I don't know what the rules are. If there's somebody laying in the middle of the road on tribal land and you just hit them at 90 miles an hour, maybe you're fine. But it's like nobody needs that kind of hassle. Nobody most likely wants to splatter your brains all over the highway. Yeah. But if it happens, then, you know, oh, their family will be suing and like, oh, how dare they? How dare they? That was my wife's question with the shooting at Sox Park. Like, how long until the lawsuit? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, but what can you, I don't, again, unless you put a bulletproof dome over the, uh, yeah. over the ballpark, I don't know what you can do to keep bullets out. Well, it could be, how about, uh, you know, isn't there like there's, uh, you know, bat night and cat, but there's no, probably no bat nights anymore, but there used to be. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, back in the day before you might use them and then there were right. miniature bats and they thought the yeah, miniature were bats great. were fine, but let's be honest. Miniature bats are really good weapons too. Excellent weapons. I actually had one of those. I didn't get it at this at the park, but somebody gave me one. I loved it. Um, but how about a, like a bulletproof umbrella night? Oh, that's over your head. Like, right. <laughs> that way game. you're covered from the top. <laughs> like traveler's umbrella. <laughs> Make sure you sit behind somebody. Make sure there's somebody in the row in front of you. That way, yeah. you know, there you just need a shield. And that's mm-hmm. kind of sad, but yeah. maybe that is uh, exactly where we're going now we do have another i said we had two keith holberman clips man cool cool double the keith double the fun love it 215 yeah celsius okay we're talking about donald trump's weight and the keith joke comes in what like three seconds into his whole uh, what does temperature have to do with weight what a fucking idiot he is keith doesn't understand number conversions uh, and all that Mm. 215 yeah, Celsius. If you have not figured it out, they do not weigh the defendants at the jail in Atlanta. Nor do they even ask them. Evidently, they have one of those guess-your-weight guys from the county fair, only not one of the good ones. Wow, he, he should do stand-up. He really should. Mm-hmm. I might actually pay to watch him do stand-up because it would be so bad. Yeah. It could be entertaining. It would be great if you could just, you know, talk back and heckle him. Mm-hmm. Wait, okay. How long? You, I thought the guy on Timcast lost his shit. Mm. How long would it take for Keith to lose his shit if you were heckling him? Oh. <laughs> yeah. I think it would be yeah. like instantaneous. Yeah. Instantaneous. He couldn't handle it from the first syllable. He'd wig he, out. Yeah. And then he would be out the door. Yeah. The Never Surrender graphic and the Never Surrender poster and the Never Surrender $47 t-shirt and the Never Surrender return to Twitter post all feature a photo taken literally as Trump surrendered. Evidently, the fascists had convinced themselves this was actually not going to happen. They are now talking about civil war. Civil war over a mugshot. Well, at least it's for a good reason. Who owns all the tanks again? Trump oh, wants you. No, you ain't Ukraine. <laughs> there we go. Back to uh, we're back to Joey, and we're back to uh, what was it? Kid was it Kinzinger or uh, one of those assholes? Oh no, um, the the one with the with the Chinese spy girlfriend, Fang Fang. Was that asshole's name? Swallowell. Yeah, Eric yeah. Swallowell. Yeah, we've got we've got F sixteens and nukes. You better not fuck with us. We're the government. Good old Fang Fang with the bang bang. But yeah, Trump yeah. didn't get us into a war. No, he did not. So what do tanks have to do with Donald Trump? Trump wants you to think he posed that way to look defiant or civil warish. I'll wait. How is that? What is what is yeah. civil warish? Right, of course. As well, opposed, you know, Keith's, Keith's a known. He's a swami. He's a mind reader. 
okay, trolls, I want you to get out your phones and I want you to take a selfie right now looking <laughs> Civil War-ish and send it to <laughs> yeah, Larry right. and I right. on Do No Agenda Social. <laughs> yeah, I want to see what the Civil War look is because I'm not sure what that is. And maybe, maybe if it's a hot pointing chick, Civil War look might be good. Might be good. I'll reveal the real reason he did it like this. And in sports, what they're not telling you about the Shohei Otani injury, he may never again pitch effectively. And his 2024 salary may have just dropped by 20 or 30 or $50 million. Who's that All guy? That and more on the Friday. It's the, uh, the one player in Major League Baseball that is both a starting pitcher and a star hitter and other position player, but it's, it seems like, I know I do really bizarre mixtures of topics on random thoughts. This seems like a very bizarre thing to be like, civil war, the president's arrested. Yeah. And then let's yeah. talk about somebody hurting their arm on the angels. Yeah, really? That was so odd. I guess he can't get away from his roots as a sports uh, blabbermouth. Huh? No, I guess. And I understand that. Uh, Ned, Ned wants to know if I have to enslave somebody before taking the civil, you know, you could be on the right side of the civil war, Ned, Ned. <sighs> And a uh, gray uniform, Uber troll. I mean, either way, I mean, if you want to go gray, that's fine. If you want to go blue, that's fine. We're not going to force you into which side, but it might say a lot about you depending on which side you pick. Mm. Sir Bemrose, you don't have a, a selfie, so I know that's not a real thing. You don't believe anything when the fabulous Ryan Bemrose says it. <laughs> uh, poor Keith. But I also have a, a rant here from oh. our buddy, Bandrew. Oh, cool. I haven't heard from Bandrew in a while. Yeah, let me hear. The latest uh, episode of the Bandrew Says podcast was almost an hour long. He was on fire. Wow, that's a long run time for Bandrew. Yeah. And he was talking about two things. One was uh, counterfeit audio gear, which I'm going to save for the show I do with Gene on Friday, because we were just talking about counterfeit audio gear. It's like maybe Bandrew was listening there. I don't even know, just, uh, you know, I don't want to steal your thunder or deflate, you know, whatever, but what, I mean, I've heard of, you know, counterfeit watches and purses and shit like that. I guess that's a thing now, like the Shure SM7B Gene from the Unrelenting show that I do that with, he bought a SM7B, which normally sells, you know, Amazon elsewhere for like 500 bucks. Yeah. He bought one on Newegg for, for like 149 bucks. Hmm which he got it it looks absolutely perfect it you know the box looks good the unit looks good it sounded good but i'm i'm thinking at that price it was either uh hot yeah or a uh or a counterfeit maybe that's a thing now wow. Wow. probably with all the people going on youtube and podcasting especially youtube because people want the sm7b and stuff because they're like well this is where the you're right. Rogan uses it. So I want to look like I have one, but if I can get it for 150 bucks rather than 500, <laughs> it's incredible. Uh huh. Maybe you should just get like a shell and then use a completely different microphone. But yeah, I thought that was interesting, but this is a little bit of a rant on YouTube ads, which I guess they've been testing things like 90 second unskippable ads, which Ooh. yeah, does not sound like fun. No. I will link YouTube and Google's ad guidelines in the description and episode notes. Do not just take my word for it that the limit says 20 seconds for a non-skippable ad. Double check for yourself. 
That is exactly what it says when I read it. But I want you to see with your eyes from the horse's mouth. The horse's mouth. Sorry. A little slip of the tongue there. I know. Um, <laughs> like he didn't do that on that, purpose, right? Like, it was fucking great. You think, was that intentional? And he just, he's oh, yeah. that good? I think yeah, he is. He's fucking great. He really is. That guy's a, he's a treasure. He <laughs> knew he was bringing this one in and I, you know, I was like, oh, nice, nice. Just slip that right on in. Yeah, give me that again. That I want you to see with your eyes from the horse's mouth, the horse's mouth, sorry, a little slip of the tongue there. No, it wasn't. Um, <laughs> we know. 20 seconds. <laughs> I'm going to do a little bit of a video gag here. And he's making the camera zoom in. YouTube, yeah. this is a PSA. Do not do this. This is a huge mistake. Have you learned nothing? Are you stupid? You did. 10 unskippable ads. They were five, six seconds apiece. So the total ad time was 60 seconds. People were ready to riot outside of YouTube headquarters because of that. Did you not learn from that? Now you're thinking, oh, you know what we're going to do? 90 second unskippable ads. And then we'll give people (laughs) multiple of them. Did, Did somebody slip something into your cereal? I, I love you from the bottom of my heart. I love you, YouTube, but please. This is one of the dumbest things you could be doing. Andrew also knows how to play the silence. Oh, it does. Yeah. He's Timing a pro. is everything. He's good. And I think he's right. The problem with YouTube is that they need money because that's a lot of bandwidth. It's a lot of disk space that they are running to have these videos constantly on their servers and streaming them out. And they're seeing an ad revenue drop big time. Really? And they probably need more money. And they're like, what are we going to do? So they're going to have to look at other ways. But oh, I, I went, know that. I mean, I'm Ooh. one of the idiots that pays them the 1299 or whatever it is now a month. Now, never to see an ad. Hmm. A lot of people don't, but I couldn't handle it. Cause even watching just basically it was Bandrew was watching modern rogue the brian brushwood thing there's a couple other youtube channels that i follow when you're like five minutes in and then there's a you know another ad in the middle and then you know five minutes more and there's a night like i'd rather pay the 12 bucks to what do they ascribe the revenue drop i think just less people uh wanting to advertise wanting to pay out unfortunately Mm -hmm. in joe biden's america the overall everything's dropping Everything is dropping, but I mean, I was like, you know, in the advertising business for a while. And usually when you saw a decline, you know, something precipitous in, in your, in your ad revenues, you could pretty well pinpoint where it was going, you know? So I'm, I'm wondering, you know, it could be just more people going into something like TikTok. The attention spans are definitely gone. Yeah, that's probably it. You're right. And I don't know how you really monetize the TikTok videos. At least YouTube, I would get. If somebody's putting out a 20 or 30 minute show and you do a minute or two of ads, that's not horrible if you really don't want to pay or you don't can't find an ad blocker. Yeah. But in this case, maybe they're just finally getting overrun with the amount of content they have or the least amount of people watching. Interesting. I mean, I won't say that the main reason I wanted to play that Bandrew clip because I wanted to play one other short Bandrew clip just in order to use it as the cold opener for the show just to horrify him. Slap my bass, daddy. 
Okay. I just wanted that out there. <laughs> Wait, slap my what? Bass. Now, bass. somebody sent in like something. Guitar? I believe so. That was the guy's okay. name because he takes comments, as we do, from the troll room mainly. But he takes comments from YouTube and somebody's name was that. I don't even want to say it because then somebody's going to clip that. <laughs> okay. But he said, and then he said it in the last episode and he said it in a weird way. And then he laughed and was like, why did I do that? And then somebody made another comment about it on this show. And he said it in an even more weird way, which was this slap my bass, daddy. And uh, I just wanted to use that as a cold opener. Well, there you have it. I figured that will have the donations <laughs> rolling right in. Yes. We'll be, we'll be the drain on YouTube. It's all going to come to us. Yes, exactly. But everybody should watch Bandrew and listen to they his should. show. Bandrew's, Bandrew's, you know, not only is he a very entertaining guy, he is, you know, just a fantastic resource for picking good audio. I mean, he, he knows his stuff. I'm pretty sure he's the reason I have the Motu. You're the reason I have the PBX and the, and the Electrovox I use. Um, but he he really does great reviews, totally unbiased of everything, and he's always on target. If you want to know about microphones, he is the guy you go to. Yeah. Absolutely. We are a value for value show here, which means we put the shows out there. We don't have them behind a paywall, and it's up to you. If you've gotten any value out of them whatsoever, you can send some value to us by going to planetrage.show slash donate. And I knew today was going to be tough because we just did a show on Thursday, so it's not even a full week. Yeah, plus I was fucking late. Well, how horrible that was, too. That was. I'm going to punch myself. <laughs> we should. We're going to we're going to take this right off the list here. I, mean, I put it out there before the show a couple hours. I'm like, hey, we we can really use an executive producer today. And Cold Acid stepped up. Oh, wow. Cold Acid of the Rare Encounter podcast. Yes. He came in with $50. Well, thank you, Cold Acid. So this thank show is much. brought to you by the Rare Encounter podcast, which I think is great. We should probably do at some point a, uh, what do you call those, where two Crossover? shows get together. Yeah. Let's do it. I'd love that. With a little Abel Kirby, a little yeah. Cold Acid. That's a great idea. He says, Cold Acid here with the fat cheese. I don't know. Hmm. If, I don't know if uh, $50 is the fat cheddar. I think you might. You might have to up that a little bit. Biden America, again, 50 bucks gets you like three slices of cheddar now, I think, at the grocery store. He said, a big reminder that anyone who enjoys podcasts about radars, games, and anime should listen to Abel Kirby and I on Wednesday evenings on Rare Encounter. And I would say it doesn't have to be Wednesday evenings. That's live, but just like Planet Rage, you can just go to your favorite podcasting app and type in Rare Encounter. Cool. And get it whenever it's released. Mm-hmm. I don't know what radars are though. Mm-hmm. I mean, I get games and I get, an- I mean, I don't get anime. I, I mean, I don't know why people like anime, mm-hmm. but I don't even yeah, know don't what mean. radars are. So that's why we have to do a show with these guys so we can find out about this stuff. Let's do it. They can educate us. Yeah. We may, yeah. we may leave screaming. <laughs> that's very possible. Like Tim pool sidekick. Okay. Right. We'll be like, no, I can't take no more anime (laughs) wow that hurt um we also had sir truck driver coming in with the 565 monthly boost that is very much appreciated thank you sir truck driver and then of course we have a boostagram list here we got our buddy csb 
who uh, he said, if you could read it, that would be good. We didn't get it to you. So this week I'm going to have to read a CSB. I'll just try not to do it in my shouty voice. Howdy, amigos. Please tell your audience to visit www.csb.lol. Yo, CSB. It's a nice short message. And a nice read. Trail Chicken came in with 3333 and just says, thank you for your courage, Bok Bok. That is probably code. Thank you, Trail Chicken. Memes 1337 comes in with 1337 Leap Boost to sustain the rage. Thank you, Leap Boost. And then let's see, we got a couple other boosts in here from uh, Widow Garrett came in with 3,033 long overdue boost. Love you guys together and separately. Wow, that sounded a little dirty, Widow Garrett. <laughs> Thank you, Widow Garrett. She mm-hmm. does some great posts on Noah Social, by the way. Yes, she does. She's entertaining. Lavish came in with 22,222 sats without a message. I guess he didn't want to pimp that show he's on with <sighs> Boobery. You may have heard of the uh, yes, Boobery. It's not Rare Encounter. No, no. They are the Behind the Squeam show. They spell scenes, though, with threes to make it easy for people to find. Yes. So it's a, it's a, a boon to Google searches, those, those digits. I know. Makes things hard. And then the one and only Clip Custodian, who if you talk about a clip, he's got it posted before you can even finish your sentence. Unbelievable. Came in with 25,000 sats. Just said the DJ Darren boost. Yeah, we were playing some tunes. Before the show started up. That's why it doesn't matter if you're a little bit late because the trolls like to do dance parties. Yeah. Thank you, Clip Clip Custodian. It is part of the fun. If you want to be like these folks, just go over to planetrage.show slash donate. You can find out all of the information there. And if you want to learn about the Satoshis and how to boost and how to do all the boostagramming cool stuff, just go to podcastapps.com. You don't even have to go to new podcast apps. I mean, you can. But now you can drop the new and just go to podcastapps.com, get one of those, and we're still going to get Larry onto the uh, onto the lightning train at, at some point. Yes. yes, yes, yes. Maybe this week. Maybe this week. It might happen. Yeah. Everybody's like, we want to give Larry lightning. We want to give Larry <laughs> money. How do we do it? And you're like, well, you could just, you know, we got a P.O. box. Do you have a new one in the new location now? Or I that- do. I Good. do. I have a new P.O. box address. You, you can find it. Uh, go to that LarryShow.com. And uh, it's P.O. Box 165, Westbrook, Connecticut. And I, shit, I can't remember what the zip code is. Well, it's there. Wow, Connecticut. That is so Imagine much. It's and like- somebody commented, does he know that, you know, he moved from one commie fucking <laughs> shithole to another? Yeah. Yes. Yes, I yes I do. But, but like I said, um, there are f- there's fewer uh, meth heads here and uh, razor wire and attack dogs. So that is yeah, a plus. plus. I'm not planning on being here forever or even, you know, that long. So it's and a lot of people. Have you gotten the same thing that I do, which is why aren't you in Florida or Texas? Oh, yeah, sure. I'm like, have you seen the fucking weather in Florida and Texas? (laughs) I die when it's 70 degrees outside. Yeah. Yeah. We are Irish guys. We do not like the heat. No, no. When I was down in Mississippi, uh, you know, getting my my daughter installed in school down there, it was it was 100 degrees with matching humidity, and I thought, holy shit, even even at 120 in L.A., I mean, the, the dry heat thing is the truth. It was brutal. So how long do you think it'll be before they uh, try to have a federal law that says it's just too hot in Florida and Texas? Everybody must move north. <laughs> well, I think, as you said, they'll, they'll definitely they'll, uh, ban your air conditioners before they do that. That's easier, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
and more people will die. But that's okay. It's okay. Because uh, it's all about control and it's all about energy conservation and uh, and the lie that is global warming, the lie that is the Maui fires were caused by global warming, even though all of the evidence coming out now is showing exactly the opposite. But as you said, it will not be covered that way no. by the media. Maybe we need those, uh, those uh, tribal guys running the country. Yeah, see, now that would be a take no shit kind of way to deal with things. Wouldn't it? Yeah. Really? And that's all I think most rational people want. People that break the law have to pay a penalty for doing so. Yes. That's the insanity of the left where they're like, no, no, we want to get rid of guns. We want to get rid of guns. Now we don't want to put criminals in jail though, but we want to get rid of guns. Yeah. I just want to know again, in a perfect world, in a, in a magical world where I could snap my fingers right now and make every gun in the United States disappear. Do you think? the drug gangs aren't going to move to something else as a weapon. Do you think that crime is going away? Do you think that murder is going away? And I think some of those people have never thought that far. No, they don't. Do you know what's coming up on this week's that Larry show? I don't, but it's going to be something spectacular. How about is it always is Darren? Same thing. It's always like, damn, it's like lightning in a bottle. (laughs) You just turn on the microphone and it happens. Yeah. Yeah. That's the beauty of it, which is why people should go over to that Larry show.com and subscribe and to random thoughts.com. That's R E N D U M B thoughts.com and subscribe there. I know it's good stuff. It's another one of those that that's the test finding the podcast, but it wasn't meant to be a podcast name. My wife was really, really, really going to do a blog like 15 years ago, which is why, uh, why that name exists. And the blog existed for like, two weeks so if you go back to like the uh what do you call it the way back machine yeah you can see that it did actually exist way 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 back for like two weeks it's the beauty of the internet nothing ever goes away true which is why we will be back again we shall next week on monday regular time regular channel and uh until then just keep raging do it U.S. strikes back, killing a member of the Islamic State. Slap, slap, slap my base, daddy. <laughs>